Boxing fans around the world, thank you for joining us once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Friday Night Panel featuring boxing legend Tim Witherspoon, two-time heavyweight champion of the world, boxing historian and author Lou Eisen, Neil the Deal, and myself, Grumpy Graham, and we're ready to rock. <laughs> we're going to start off with a few comments, I think, uh, from uh, Tim. If you can give Neil us a few the Deal and, and, and Graham the Crump. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if, that. if these if these boxers can have nicknames, I think we can too. Um, yeah, I like that. Okay, go we, ahead. We we got a big fight coming up tomorrow night. The main card is uh, Spencer and Crawford, and and you said you had a few comments to start off the show. So yeah, the floor yeah, is well, yours. You know, okay, okay, guys, how y'all doing? And hey, all the people that's watching, um, I've been running around trying to get and stay in shape and stay healthy, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, and I was supposed to be on the show a couple of times, too. Uh, and I think I missed them. So I said, let me hurry up. I got the grandkids over. So um, I was watching real quick. I was watching uh, the Spence. I watched Spence and then I watched Crawford. And, and I said, well, that's easy for me to make a decision on who I think that, that could win. And it's the one that, that that takes his defense down. Crawford is stronger and, to me, is a little bit more aggressive. But they neither one of them really have a good defense. Check it out. I was watching. I said, look, I ain't going to make no statements unless I really dig in. I'm good at defense. They quick with their hands, and that leads you to believe that they – or, or like, you, you can't tell if they have defense or not because they're busy, really beautiful with their offense, and they get the guys out of there. And you, they don't never get pressure enough to, for people to say, wait, hey, he got hit with that shot. So both of them, good offensive, offensively. Crawford is much a little bit stronger. And he's, to, to me, I think he's more confident than Spence. But Spence is confident. But I think Crawford, and he has everybody against him. But to me, it's going to boil it down to who don't put that hand in the right place and get hit with a shot. Everybody's saying this, this I'm going to win. I think that one's going to win. Uh, coming from experience, either one. Even though Crawford's strong, as Spence catch him, that can, he could really uh, make a big difference in it. Because to me, neither one of them have a good defense. You can't tell because they throwing punches all the time and knocking guys out. That's my assessment. I, I, dis I disagree. Hey, hang on, Lou. I, I just want to find out before, in case Tim has to leave quick. Uh, so, no, no, no. I, okay. Who, who, who are you picking? That's what I want to know. Whoever get hit, <laughs> whoever get hit first and make that mistake because because oh, that's what I should have said at the end. That's 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 what I should have said at the end. Um, you know, I know the boxing. I'm really good at defense. I know that there's a lot of trainers that can't teach defense. They say your best defense is the offense because they don't know how to teach defense. Now, you said you disagree with me and you have every right to, but I actually was in the ring and I have one of the best old time trainers there was. I'm not better than nobody. But from this little bit of experience that I have, I'm just only stating that. Now, if you had a trainer or people that good boxers around you, I respect that fact. But I'm just saying to you, and you can disagree, and, it's, and we still family. Right. But well, the bottom I'm line. I with everything you said. I, I just, just with one point. I just think they're a bit better defensively 
than they're given credit for. But I understand what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with what you said. What I'm saying is Crawford and everyone. Can you tell me, about, can you tell me, I mean to cut you off. Can you tell me um, the defensive, you know, some of the defensive things. If you know defense, tell me what you think. That, well, that you know. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Crawford often gets hit with shots. A guy like that at that level shouldn't get hit with. But I also think no, no, he's a boxer. He's a boxer, and you got to get hit. But the thing is, the less your chances getting hit if you know a little bit more defense. Go ahead. Yeah, I pick Crawford. I guess what Grant's saying is, give us a name. I pick. I pick Bud Crawford by decision. I don't think either fighter is going to go out. I think both take a good shot. I don't think Craw I think Crawford's magnificent, and I th I don't think he's respected other than than um, uh, uh, Showtime uh, Sean. Um, I can't remember his name. Porter. I think people like Crawford more. Yeah, I'm Sean. Even, even though Spence is a gentleman, Spencer's a gentleman, uh, yeah, but Spence I think people like Crawford. Spence is well, not oh, he a is? gentleman. He's uh, not. I've I've promoted Spence when he fought in Toronto. He was a gentleman then, but I've seen him since cursing in the ring quite a bit at different people. Okay, as, as, as he needs direction. He need he, he need direction. That's all. And he was on a card with a Canadian fighter from uh, from uh, Halifax. And How the Canadian fighter. How old is he? How old is he? How old is he? Spence is in his thirties. Thirty-one. Okay. Or so. He's still. No, he's still 33, young. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. And, and Robert's yeah. thirty-five. So yes, you're correct. And Spence was watching a fight between Canada's Custio Clayton and Boots Ennis. Ennis knocked Clayton out in two rounds. And after the fight, Spence said, uh, "Clayton shouldn't be paid. He's a bum. He's a nothing. He came just to for the payday, and he took the easy way out." And that's not true. He got caught with a good shot. There's no reason to disrespect a fellow fighter like that. And he did that. That's that inexperience, though. Let me say this to you real quick. That's inexperience and the wrong and, and not the right people around him. People around me was telling me to be respectable, respect, you know, to respect certain pe people's what right. they speak and tell me They're to wrong. be a gentleman. He must don't have somebody around him saying, look, let's keep it this way. Don't you know what I'm saying? Don't say things like that. I would never let right. none of my boxers say anything like that. But that's his responsibility. The same with Adrian Broner. I have no respect for Adrian okay. Broner. Not, okay. Not okay. Okay. Not because of being rude in the ring. That goes back hundreds of years because he beats up his ex-wife rather than give her alimony. Oh uh, yeah. And and so the fact that he goes on the air and says to the the reporters or to the other fighters, you're whatever and garbage and I'm going to do this to your wife. That's not necessary. Boxing can't afford to lose more fans. Spence, when I knew him, was very quiet, very nice guy, phenomenally skilled. They both have great chins. I don't think either is going to be knocked out. I think it's going to go to a decision. I just hope it's not ruined by the judges. I, I, I just think that, that Spence is better defensively and so is Crawford. I just don't think Crawford... Respects other than the Showtime Sean Porter. I don't think he's respected anyone else he's really fought because he hasn't really. He's his skill level is so supreme. So this this is uh the the, the pre, I'll stop talking, but the premier matchup in the sport. No, it's okay. And, yeah, it's a great matchup, and I just hope the judges don't ruin it. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, over, over to you, Neil. What do you think? Well, guys, thanks a lot for having me out tonight. Talkafight.com with the big man, Mr. Tim, and obviously the uh, the Schwab over there. We got. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got something up my sleeve. I don't have any sleeves today, but I got it up my sleeve. Anyway, the, 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 what I'm thinking, guys, exactly what you're saying. I, I really agree with you. The thing that, that makes the difference for me in that fight is if you look at the past fights, like the Mecca fights, Tim, you know, the, the, the like I talked about it on my show, the uh, the Hearns-Leonard, right? The uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao-Pacman fights. Like, these are big monster fights. They come around, what, every 10 years, 8 years, 7, 5 years, whatever it may be, Lou, you know what I mean? This is a big one, and it's going to determine who is going to come out victorious. And they're both, to me, they're very close. I'm being honest. Tim, you've convinced they me about are. the defense. Yeah, they I've are. been watching. That's what makes them close. Real quick, real quick. You, you can go ahead and speak. That's what makes them close, the defense. Now, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Go I mean, ahead. I didn't, I didn't really notice as much until you mentioned about the defense thing about four, five, six, seven weeks ago on the show here. And uh, I've been watching that ex extensively with all the fights going forward. And, Tim, you're absolutely right. These guys are not utilizing their defense. They're hoping that their offense – it's kind of like the Toronto Maple Leafs, eh, Graham? They hope the offense is going to take them to the top. But it ain't happening. So, anyways, Tim, you were right. I'm looking at uh, – what I'm looking at, you guys will probably laugh. I, I, I said it on my show earlier on, Tim. I thought a lot about it with, uh, with Lou and Graham and myself and Mike and Izzy. But it could be a draw. What do you guys think? Like, I mean, it's paying big money. Uh, the draw is paying big money, and that only sets up fight two. Is that not true, guys? Or what? yes, to an to an extent. However, if one this relates to the Inoue Stephen Fulton fight. After Inoue beat him up for seven rounds and knocked him out in the eighth round, Fulton two days later said, "Well, I, I it wasn't the best version of me, and I deserve. I want. I hope he gives me a rematch." And I can just hear Angelo Dundee in my ear saying, why do you get a rematch? Knockouts are definitive. It wasn't a split decision. It wasn't a controversial decision. You were knocked out cold. Therefore, right. there's no rematch. You did nothing right. during the rematch. You, you did your best. You lost. That's the way the sport has always worked. But people have been saying on the internet, you have to take up a grain of salt. It'll be a draw uh, or a split decision that's already been fixed. I don't think it's fixed. I just think no. there's too many incompetent judges in boxing. If it's a close fight and it's a decision, you split decision, then you get a rematch. If it's a disputed decision and it's unanimous, you could possibly have a rematch. But, you know, I just, as I, I was saying to Tim, I just hope the judges don't wreck this. The best judge in boxing is Steve Weisfeld. He's, he's the gold standard. So I hope they get judges and not Tim Cheatham or other guys who are in their 80s. And, right. you know, I where, mean, where, I, is, where is Steve out of uh, Lou? Is he a Las Vegas guy? Uh, he works Steve? in Vegas, but he's from New Jersey. He came up to Toronto to train Canadian judges. And I was at a session where he was training them. And the look of incredulity, how stunned he was. When a Canadian judge said, oh, I don't care about the guidelines. I can give a guy a round even if he doesn't land a punch just by looking good. 
And Steve said, but that's not what the rules state. You get points for effective aggressiveness. If, if you avoid, you know, if you get only hit eight times, but don't land a punch, you lose the round. And the guy said, well, I don't concern myself with that. And Steve said, but those are the rules of the sport. And there's too many. So in this fight, Lou, then just quick, like they're, they're both, Tim, or am I, they're both aggressive fighters. Are yes. they not, Tim? Sorry. You talk, no, it's okay. You yeah. talking about Spence and Crawford or in a way yes, and Spence Crawford, both aggressive. Yeah. Um, Crawford. I they're, think they're, they're both I, pressure fighters. I not, think Crawford is I, I noticed that Crawford, yeah, Crawford play a little more. Crawford is a little bit more aggressive uh, than Spence. Spence like the box a little bit more than he than he does, and he can put together his combinations. But what I'm really concerned about is getting hit with the counters. That's all. And if they counter real good, um, somebody's going to get hit with a counter. And I think somebody might go down. They're in good shape. They're in good shape, and they don't have the best defense. They have good offense, and you'll forget about the defense. Hey, man, he don't need no defense. He got a good offense. He don't knock him right out. Hey, suppose he drop that hand and get hit with a left hook or drop that right hand and get, you know, get hit with that that one little shot. That's all it takes. And that's how yeah, crucial I am about that's defense. That's it. Huh? Right. Yeah. All those guys in the lightweight division, like Tim was saying, there's like so many of them now, and they're all talking about it too. If you guys, Graham will know online, Javante Davis has talked about the fight, his his uh, opinion of what's going down, uh, Ryan Garcia uh, talking about this fight. You know what I'm saying? So the yeah. way I look at it as it's 50-50. Like one guy says this, the other guy says that, like uh, guys that are in the division. So Right, but you got to remember, you got to remember something. In the old days, they used to say, Find out who Joe Lewis is betting on and then bet the other guy. <laughs> fighters are always, fighters are always notorious go. for picking the wrong guy. And, Crawford and, is a little bit more more um more like confident to me. Just a little bit more. Yeah, that's all. And and also Crawford That could be cocky out. too, or maybe a little arrogant, but I'm a, You I don't like want to be over you don't want to be over cocky. I, I'm, I'm confident, I'm not cocky or arrogant. Yeah, Crawford's never been overconfident as far as I can see. One reason I picked Crawford, this is a guy that was shot in the head and drove himself to the hospital. This is a genuinely tough guy, and I've, and I've seen him get hit some good shots, and he didn't blink. His legs didn't buckle. His head didn't move. And when when uh, Spence fought Ugas, Ugas tagged him some shots and buckled him. So, he broke his orbital bone, Lou. He broke him up. Yes, he did. But before that, Ugas landed a couple of good shots. So, I, yeah, he destroyed Ugas. No doubt about that. Thank you. Thank you. But, but I, I still, I, I picked Crawford. But Spence has the reach and he's got the box. They're two excellent, great. And he's boxers. a natural 147, Lou. Right. He's always fought that. Crawford's come mm -hmm. up and wait, but so did Pacquiao. So did Jimmy McClarnon. Mm -hmm. so Tim will tell you how it works. Tim will tell him. You no, know, no, so, I'm just I'm just saying it's gonna boil down to who get hit. Watch. Yeah. Either do you want to talk about get hit? Do you want to talk about Pitbull Cruz or Nanito Donaire? Because they're also fighting. They're fighting oh. each other? No, they're not I fighting each other. I, I laid Bantamweight back on championship that. of the world. Is it Lou Bantamweight, WBC Bantamweight Championship of the World? No no Nino Donaire? No Nino Donaire. He's, he's yeah, the Bantamweight titles, but he's fighting Santiago, not not Santiago, uh, yeah. I like Pitbull Cruz. I, he comes to fight. He gives you your money's worth. 
He's in every round, makes no excuses. He's always coming forward, trying to make the fight. He gave Javante Davis a good fight. He didn't win. The other thing. Oh, him. Oh, that. Oh, that is a tough dude. That is a tough. Okay. I didn't know who you were talking about at first. Okay. Shaved head. It's a good card. Yes. They call him Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, Isaac. That's, a, that's exactly what he is too. Yeah. I like the way he. I like the way he uh, pressured uh, 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 Davis. I like the way and Davis respected him for respected him. He mm. was coming at him. He was coming at. Him. Yeah. He changes his angles with his punches. He probably do a lot better with uh, uh, Davis because he's a southpaw. The thing, I, one thing I wanted to touch on was after Inoue knocked out Fulton. Stephen Espinosa. Uh, Fulton was nervous. He was nervous from the very beginning. That's why I know him from Philly. Go ahead. He was nervous. Three, you know, three belts. Every fighter's nervous. He I saw the fight. Yeah, I saw the fight. I saw the fight. And him and his corner, they were nervous. That can can, de- can determine uh, uh, a little bit of that in the beginning of that fight. I saw him nervous when he walked when he walked in the ring. I'm a boxer now. I got nervous too. And even the corner was nervous in the beginning. They fight one of the toughest guys in that weight class in in this during this era. And and um, the best fighter in the world, I think. Yeah, listen, what'd you say? I think he's the best fighter on the planet right now. Has has anyone yeah. ever fought in an America? It depends. Yet? It depends. It, it depends. Really, it depends. And who is the best yes, fighter on the planet? It depends. He fought Daenerys. Are you hear that? Right? About Anu- There's one thing I wanted to say about Anuwe. In a way, in a way, in a way, right? People were saying. Uh, well, he's gonna. He could fight Lomachenko, or he should move up and fight Davis. That'll never happen. Going to 122 is a stretch for his body. The highest he could go to, I would say, is 125. But when you're looking at Loma, could come down to 125 because he makes 135 easy, but or 130. But Davis is not coming down from 140 or up, and you can't expect uh, Inoue or Inoue to put on 18 pounds. To take on Tank Davis, that's ridiculous. It's a fight we all like to see, but it just won't happen. The weights are just too far apart. You know, guys like Manny Pacquiao or Jimmy McLarnon, who went from fly to welter, those are very rare in in the sport. But even though Fulton was nervous, and he's a great fighter, and he just beat Brandon Figueroa, uh, and he did better than any other fighter's ever done against him, except Donaire in the first fight. He still got beat by a better fighter, and they they slowed it down. They showed how he was jabbing to the body continuously to bring his hands down and then came over top with the right hand. I mean, I don't think the outcome would be different in another fight. Fulton's a great fighter, but he's not a new weight. If this was an eight-belt era, like in the 60s, Fulton wouldn't be a world champion. He'd be a great contender. A new In a way, is... The world champ. That's just the way it is, whether people like it or not. No, it's the confidence that you have in your corner. Um, when I went to England to fight Bruno, I was fully confident because I knew I had one of the best trainers during that time. You couldn't tell me I wasn't knocking Frank out. I got. I'm just saying. I, when I went in there, I wasn't scared of anything. I was fully confident. We, you watched the video. I walked into the ring. I walked in the ring. I wasn't scared, and I was ready to fight for our country and the neighborhood that I that I uh, that I was born and raised. You know, I was representing. That's he he. 
he he didn't have the confidence when he came in there. He didn't have the confidence. You could look on his face when he walked in and everything. That makes a big deal before the fight. You got to get ready. You got to get ready. Now you said you said that uh, once you got in, um, in a way, did this and that. You got to be ready before you leave that dressing room, or else this is this right, is that's this, on him. That's what you're gonna see. I was that's in this situation yeah. many a time. If, you, if you're not if you're not ready at the ring walk, you got a problem, I would think. No. Well, did you look at his face and tell I'm a boxer? I looked at all of them when they was coming out, and they were nervous. They were nervous, and that that's a big thing. They were nervous, and when well, you can look, you can, when anyway came out, you look at him. You look at the difference. When 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 when, right, when Fulton up. came out, Fulton came out. You could tell so I was in his presence before in Philly in the gym. You could tell he was nervous. Yeah, that makes so a what? big deal. No, that makes I'm it's a boxer. That makes that makes, I'm telling you from right, my. It's his job. It's his job. I'm to telling fight. you from experience in my heart. I'm telling you from experience in my heart. If I didn't come out there with Larry Holmes and act like I was ready to knock his ass out, excuse my language, <laughs> or beat him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then, <laughs> the, you know, I had to be walking down, walking to that ring. You got to see it in me. I didn't see it. I believe you. You're trying to tell you. me you weren't scared of the Eastern Assassin? For real? Hell no. I have my work. team behind nice me. That's my man. That's why I like Again, you. I, be- I love Larry. I believe you. Oh, okay. But, yeah, go but, ahead. But I believe you. But Customato said every I understand Customato and the respect that he gets from everybody, but um, I have experience also. I respect Customato, but I have why you can't believe the way I think. I understand Customato. I respect what he said, but I'm just telling you from I my experience. I have, I'm telling you from right. my experience. That's all. Right, yep. but that's not what I'm saying. Customato said every fighter experiences fear. It's whoever controls it best wins. You just so, not answer not my question. You just not answer my question. Right. He was nervous. Right. But, but you can't take the, you can't take credit from in a way because um because full that's the way it is. Every, every, I didn't say Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. Online, online, everyone I know from Philadelphia and like good friends with Russell Peltz, everyone, Bam Bam, Heinz, everyone, they all say the same thing. Uh, it, it wasn't right. It was, you know, don't say it. No, he's in who he's that great. It wasn't a great night. They just won't admit that a better guy beat the other guy. No, a better guy Whether did beat him. Guy. A better guy did yeah. beat him. So, so, um, Fulton, Fulton wasn't, listen, maybe he should have announced this was the time he, he had to fight him. Hey, hey, Tim, he wasn't loose and floppy. You know what I mean? Loose and floppy. Looked, no, the bottom line is this is, was his day. This was his day to shine, and he, and he didn't come to the table. That's so, right. so um, not yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason why. What'd you say? Bolton's not a knockout puncher. He's more of a defensive master and a great counter puncher. But I knew he doesn't. Now, do I'm not going to say I'm good at deep defense, and he still had to learn some defense too. But he was okay getting out the way. But I'm telling you, these dudes don't have deep, good defense. Um, there's a little defense, natural defense, where you can move out of the way like Floyd Mayweather. But when you get tired, you're going to have to learn how to settle down and get that punch, you know, instead of losing your speed like that. 
it's it's two, it's kind of like a couple different defense. When you get tired and those shots come, you got to be able to go boom. Not like like Mayweather where they just move and get out the way. Your teacher going to have to show you how to block that punch and slip that punch. You know, right? But as good as as good as Mayweather was, I think James Tony was even better. At, at, in the ring at that. James Tony was yeah, a I talked to him about it. I talked to James about his role because sometimes he just go keep going to the right. He keep going to the right. And right. I asked him, I said, how come you didn't go to this side? He said, I did it. Every time I seen, seen um, James fight, he would just keep going to the left. But no, he'll come to the right and throw that right hand. Come to the right. And I told him, well, you on this side. How come you can't go to that side? And throw the left hook. He said he does it sometimes. We don't do that. But you, it went him to the. Y'all don't want me Listen, on here no more. When when you when see Spence, me? excuse me. Yeah, we can see you. Oh, I can't see you guys. Well, I can't see you guys. No, I'm still here. I'm still here for five. We're right here. Yeah, we're here. We just your face is frozen on the screen. So, oh God, let me try to get back. Seeing is frozen. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say was get her, just reboot or refresh. Okay. So Tim, when when James Tony beat Michael Nunn. Yeah. Uh, Angelo's in Michael's Nunn's corner, and he keeps saying to him, "He's trying to sucker you into a left hook." So don't take a step back when he moves forward. Stand your ground. And none didn't do it. And finally, Tony caught him with the left hook. Right. Knocked him out. And when the fight ended, he looked at Angelo and said it was the left hook. He said, that's what I've been telling you for 10 rounds. Don't take your foot back. Stand your ground. Take it away from him. And he, I mean, fighters make mistakes. None was a great fighter. But, you know, with, and Fulton's a great fighter. He's just not a knockout puncher. And, and styles make fights and you know the spence crawford fight could be a bore it could be the same guy in the ring against each other and they might both be trying to faint each other for 12 rounds with nothing happening who knows yeah um i'm just trying to come on i think it's getting ready to pop on <laughs> um it's just that you know better, better. Now, oh there we go Tim, when you when you fought uh, Frank Bruno, you hurt him within the first couple punches you landed. I come on picture and then come up. All right. Can All I, right, can I, I can see you guys. I can see you. Okay. Can, can I just jump on to another conversation? Quickly? Sure. Uh, Connor Ben, it's been, a, been about a year uh, since he was uh, suspended uh, by the anti-doping agency in the U.K., and uh, just, I think it was t either today or yesterday, he got uh, reinstated. And this really confuses me. And, and, and Lou, I think you'll appreciate it. Um, I have to wonder, you know, for someone who's caught taking clomiphazine, which is uh, a medicine used to enhance uh, women, enable them to get uh, pregnant, quite frankly. If you're getting caught with that, and then you say, well, I took too many eggs that day. I was I was eating too many eggs. Yeah, now, now a, a year goes by, and all of a sudden, the 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 anti-doping authority says, "Oh, we were wrong. You know, the test must have been uh, 
anyway, I, I just think it took about a year for Eddie Hearn to figure out what it would take uh, to get Conor Ben back in the ring. That's I agree. I, I agree. Eddie Hearn's no less a criminal than the other people that run the sport. And I have no doubt he paid off the board. Because prior to that, the WBC said they had no problem with it. WBC is a criminal organization, and their fighters have used, anyways, drugs countless times. Canelo's got caught several times, and, and they essentially lie their way out of it. Science doesn't lie. Ben took the drugs, and after a year, Hearn's like, listen, how much do you want? This guy's a moneymaker. It's good for the sport in Britain. It's good for the sport for Britain and the U.S. because he's a good fighter. So let's just give you some money. Let's just get this behind us. You make the statement that it was a mistake. This has happened so often in boxing history. It's sickening. And Eddie Hearns, he's just a crook. And Lou, 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 you told me about the, uh, and, I, and I haven't forgot about it, when you said that Eddie recently has been known to just go into, you know, the fighter's room and try to recruit guys in the right. middle of events. Right. And it makes no sense to me, Lou. Yeah. And that's bad business. It's not only bad business, it's injurious to your health. In the old days, he would have been killed for doing that. The mob. Pretty much. Yeah. I was going to say they wouldn't put up with that part. They just would have broken his legs or shot him. And these days. His father never did that. I read about his father. His father was very upstanding, well respected. So what happened? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What happened? Well, did fall far because his father, if he wanted a certain fighter, he would call a Bob Arum. Well, he pulled the old uh, McMahon. Right. You know, like he, he, he would call someone and say, I'd like to represent your fighter. How much do you want for him? And if the guy said, no, okay, well, let's make a deal to talk again six months from now. Eddie Hearn would go right. into American arenas and say to whoever, you know, I, I, I'd like to sign you. I can give you a better deal. And the other promoter, I mean, Bob Arum's got – a lot of power. Don King had a lot of power because he had the mob behind him. And sure. the mob is still very relevant in boxing today. And Absolutely. doing that, doing that is still a dangerous thing, which is why Hearn is quickly losing ground in the United States. You know? Right. And so he's stepping on people's toes and they're taking notice of it. Right. They're, they're going to squeeze him out. I mean, he signed really? Regis Prograde, but I don't know what he can do for Regis Prograde. It's like wow. Adrian Broner signing with Don King. Well, Don's in his 90s, and it's no longer a, a force in boxing. Neither is Broner. So what Eddie Hearn done is just crossing the line. But what Graham mentioned, these guys do it all the time. These I guys know. all the time say, what if I give you a couple hundred grand? Boxing functions on only one principle, make money. It's like the mob. And yeah. their attitude is everyone can be bought. Just yeah. the you're only as good as your last fight type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, you could suspend a guy like Tyson for a year or two years or three years, and then if you pay off enough money, the suspension's lifted after a couple months. This always happens. Nothing changes. It's been this way for 300 years. I could name you 50 no. fighters in the past 100 years, 300 years that have been like that, <laughs> where that were suspended for uh, throwing fights, Dealing with the mob, taking drugs, uh, uh, being a knee brace. All standard because, stuff, Lou. That's all standard. Standard. Yeah. And if you pay someone off, it goes away. And that's what happened with Eddie Hearn and Connor Ben. And the sad thing is, it doesn't stop Connor Ben.
from taking drugs again. Right, right. And as we all know, it's it's your choice. You can say yes or you can say no on that. Right. So, hey, guys, I wanted to talk about a fight that I've been looking at, Graham. You might have been looking at this one, too. You talked about it this week on the uh, on the boxing news and uh, Lou, I'm sure, and Tim. Uh, my little uh, my little friend there, I really like her. Sinisa Estrada's fighting tonight. What do you guys think about her, Sinisa? She, she's she, she's the girl who uh, knocked out that other girl in like 19 seconds. You got it. That's the one. And she, she's my she's my she's the one that I really like, guys. To be honest with you, she impressed me. I seen some documentaries on her. Her attitude is proper. Her father trains her. Her sister's a fighter. You know, like she's she's got all she's got everything in the box, Tim. She's got it all, and she's twenty four and zero. And I think she's got some some I don't know. Like, what do you think, Lou? I I seen a couple of I seen a couple of uh, women fight, but I I just got to pay more attention because if you would have said her name, I would have said okay. But I just seen in the last couple of days like two different girls uh, boxing. It may be the one that you're talking about. Denise Estrada, man, she really impressed me. Graham, you know what I'm saying? We've been looking yeah, at her for a few yeah. years. And I, she comes from a boxing uh, culture, family. She's very, very well respected. And you know what? She puts in the time, Tim. You know what I'm saying? I've seen her. And she, she's, got, she's got the gumption to actually kick it up a notch. And you know what? She's doing it. And I'm, I'm really proud of her, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't follow women's boxing. So I'm... I, I, I know who she is, and I've seen her. I, I couldn't give a reason to comment about it. Yeah, I just look at some. I'm always a critic of deep. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say that uh, for those fans out there who might not know, Sinicio Estrada's uh, fighting uh, Leonela Yadika. That's it. And it's, it's for the WBC, WBA. You didn't pronounce uh, that name right. You didn't pronounce the last part of that name right. <laughs> You, you what was that you say? What was that? How you pronounce it? Yudika. Okay. What, what nationality is she? I I'm gonna hazard a guess and say Mexican. Okay. I, I haven't looked. She's a pretty girl, that's for sure. Um, but, 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 oh. No, Graham, you're wrong. Graham. Uh oh. I don't know. That's, what's the flag on her? Yudika. Okay. Check it out, Graham. It's um, blue and white. Blue, white. Oh, she might, be, she might be Argentinian then. Argentinian. That's it. She's Argentinian. That's the flag right there. Yeah. And that, that's for the uh, WBC and WBA female minimum weight title. Tonight. Tonight it's going down Friday, July 28th. Ring walk, 11 p.m. It's saying here, right? Yeah. ESPN, uh, right? She's a – Tim, you got any time, guys, or any yeah. talk of fight fans? Sinisa Estrada is going to – she's my – she's the one. For me, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no. that, that's that's a good call, Neil. I, I didn't realize she was fighting tonight. And that, well, that's in Las that's in Las, that, that's in Las Vegas, Las Vegas as well. Yeah, yeah, I she have, is. I have, I, have, I have one. What's that say on your shirt? What's that say on your shirt? Mine. Yeah. Toronto Blue, Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So what I was yep. going to say about women's boxing and Sinisa Estrada and Clarissa Shields and all of them, 
if they want to get the same respect as men, then fight three-minute rounds. Don't fight too. Yeah, they okay. want to fight three-minute rounds, but according to uh, I, I would uh, think they would want to. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. But they only fight two-minute rounds. Yeah, but Layla McCarter already said. Layla McCarter said she she thought. I mean, she she. If you check out Layla McCarter, uh, uh, what's her name there? Uh, Brooke. Brooke did a big show with Layla, and you know what? That was one of the best women's interviews I've ever seen. And Layla McCarter is a big-time lady who's an eight-time world champion. And you I know what? She you. told us what was going down. If you want to check it out, that one. yeah, check that. Um. I don't believe that She's one. She's great. I don't Layla believe it. The, 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 okay, one Layla McCann. the one interesting fact, Lou, is all the women who we have interviewed that I know of on Talk and Fight, and we've interviewed a lot, they uh, they, they, they've all said we, they would prefer a three-minute round. That's right. They don't want they don't want to be, you know, any indifferent, right? They want to right, spit right. up the stairs. They want to spit up the stairs, but they don't like when you spit on the stairs. Hey, Tim, you got to go. Why not? <laughs> Why spit on the stairs, he said. Change it to three minutes. There. No spitting on the stairs, guys. Change it. Why not change it then to three minutes? <laughs> if the fighters oh. want to do it. Well, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds cool. If we were, if we were governing bodies, I'm sure we would change it. Got well, some smart guys and got some smart guys on the panel. Listen, they know, they hey, can I ask stuff. you a question here, guys? guys I've, been, I've been watching this guy for many, many years, and he kind of disappeared. I didn't know what happened to him. I know we're getting a little bit off topic. But Tony Ayala Jr., you guys remember Tony Ayala Jr.? He died. Yeah, he did. I know. But what 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 a what a what a boxing uh, what a boxing family and what what a great guy and you know. He had some problems, as everybody does, but he wasn't he was, a great he, he, really guy. he was a he was a he was a really good one. What do you think, Lou? He was a good fighter, not a great guy. Right. He, he, oh, okay. He, you know, Tony Allen Jr. I wrote an article about him just after he died. It wasn't a shock how he died and overdose of drugs in front of a boxing gym. This was a wow. guy. This was That's a guy. Right. Who, a family boxing who, gym. Right, but this was a guy who they thought, I, I'm much older than you. So this is a guy who was fighting as a junior middle and everyone thought he's gonna be the guy to give Hagler the biggest fight of his career. He'll move up to 160. Didn't happen. Right. He went to prison for 33 years. He raped wow. a woman, his next door neighbor who he was friends with. He had no problem. He, he had a, a girlfriend at the time. He had no problem get, you know, being with women. There was no reason for him to do what he did, but rape isn't sexual. It, it's it's a power grab, and he did this, and he admitted it. And he went to jail for thirty three years, came wow. out, and tried to restart his career. This, this is, and his yeah. life ended the same way Adrian Broner's life is going to end, and James Kirkland, and maybe Tank Davis. These guys are from the streets. You can't take the streets out of them. Tony Ayala Jr was a great fighter. I saw him beat guys in under 30 seconds, but there was no discipline. It's why I get angry when people say to me, you know, Ike Ibuchi would have beaten Lennox Lewis. That's complete crap. To beat <laughs> Lennox Lewis, you have to have discipline and focus. And Ibuchi didn't have that. He went around beating up women, kidnapping, raping, and beating them up. That's not discipline or focus. 
So you can't expect a guy like that to succeed at the highest level. Boxing has a lot of people like that. The rare ones like Lennox or Tim or Muhammad Ali are very rare indeed. But there's a lot of guys like that. And nothing, no one, anything could do, anyone could do to help Tony Ayala. You know? But you know, I was kind of worried. Yeah, real quick, you were making that statement. I was kind of worried about several of the, the, the boxing names that you said. I uh, heard that they did certain things in the, in the public that was really bad. Um, and it's really up to it's, it's really up to the people that that uh, he grew up with, and like like uh, um, um, majority of them were Hispanic and black, right? That the names that you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. and you know you can go deep into really whatever 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 you want to try to figure out how can you make things better i would like to see them guys you were saying they're gonna wind up messed up and i, I don't want to say that i just i don't want to say this there's a way that we probably get help and talk to them but it don't seem like it because especially when they got money if you understand what i'm saying they got money they're gonna keep on doing it, they're not gonna listen more now and when they didn't have the money and the prestige um um they probably listen to more people but now that they got finances and everything like that if you know what i'm talking about, i'm talking about the uh, uh tank davids and the guys that you just mentioned uh, uh they was beating up their girl never would beat up no girl or or getting violence and you do have a point there and it's up to us like guys like me and people that from the community to try to steer these guys away from them. but as it seems right now it's going to be a hard task because they got money and fame and beating up on them girls was bad. When I, I got five daughters, when I heard that, I said, wow, Tank, he beat, he beat the girl up, right? Or something. Yeah. I was I'm like, how can you, how can you beat up a beautiful little young, a little young lady? I got five daughters, man. Now I hurt somebody over them. And you know what? I never really, I never put my hands on none of my kids and I'm 65. I never put my, well, I already said real quick, my son Tim, he was eight months old. I spanked his. I keep saying on on the. I spanked his leg because he wouldn't go to sleep. But other than that, I didn't even have to holler at him. He's thirty something, and I never hollered at him. I swear. And I got, I got, I got uh, Shania, the one from England. She kind of rough, and it's hard. You know, I got to get her. But the rest of them, one of them, I did had to grip her up because she was running. She's trying to go with this dude. Uh, you know, and but other than that, everything has been good. But to see these guys uh, and they're, they must have had really bad upbringing up and whatever it is, I think that we should talk about trying to get it fixed too. Now you said what you said about them, but you should also say, let's. I wonder if we can find a way to stop them. If you guys understand what I'm saying, stop them from beating up the girls or showing up in public, uh, uh, their name in public, them like in crime and stuff like that that really sounds bad right. especially beating up a girl i seen tank grab that girl like she was nothing then rushed over here and i was like mad i was mad at that yeah i was mad because he did that but then i gotta tell you though yeah i mean it's also the, because of the racism i love them brothers i love them i love okay. my sisters and brothers but it made me feel bad when i seen them do all that listen here here's the thing I mentioned those guys because they were the most recent in my mind. But okay. it happens, the white fighters that have been in boxing have committed way more crimes okay. than fighters from minority groups. This is something we see in Canada and the United States, Tim. I don't know, it's probably something <laughs> in the United States. 
Kids in, in, in Canada, in Canada, and in the States, over over ninety eight percent of violent crimes are committed by white people. Meaning, crime is racist. But even though they're over ninety eight percent are committed by white people, it depends where you at. It depends where you at. But all the newspaper coverage is of African Americans or Hispanics or other groups committing these crimes, even though the crimes committed by African Americans in the United States is less than one tenth of one percent out of all the total crime committed. Over ninety-eight percent of it's committed by white people. So it's it's I, the focus. I didn't know media. that. It's, yeah, that's a, that's a fact from the state or, or from 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 the American government. That's a fact. So blacks have been villainized, as you know, for over 400 years in the United States. But, I understand. But, but, and this this happens in boxing. So I could name you white fighters going going back to Billy Papke, who fought Stanley Ketchell, and other guys like that who ended up, you know, killing his wife and his children and himself. And, and, wow. and, and the white fighters, hundreds of them over the last hundred years that had committed violent crimes in boxing and ended up the same way that Mike, that Tony Ayala Jr. ended up. So wow. I was just seeing people that happened to be. Well, like, like, I, like I said, Lou, like I said, it was a very, uh, very, uh, it, 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 it was of its time. And I mean, I guess it, it went wrong, but he looked like he had a really promising career. He was, he, he it was, was probably. You're right. It was heartbreaking because he had so much talent. And his father was his was his trainer when he was young. Right. Like I mean, him and his brothers, right? But his brother Mike became a world champion, beat Johnny Tapia. That's and, right. And Tony had more talent than God. That's and, right. And he was beating. He wasn't beating bombs. He was beating top ten guys within a round or two, and just brutalizing them. It just couldn't control his own demons. And his father was more concerned. Can I get back to the Spence thing with, with you guys, the Spence uh, Crawford thing? I got a couple of things I want to talk about before we uh, end it all, I guess, type of thing. Now, the way I see it, Tim, honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I think. All right, this is how I think. Spence, if he works the body the way he can work the body and wear down Crawford, that's his, that's his biggest asset right there. That's going to be the problem because Crawford has the ability to get in close and jump out fast. And get yeah. in close and jump out fast. And he's got really fast feet. His hands are super crazy, as we all know. And he throws combination punches from all angles, from both styles. He's actually southpaw and orthodox as good on each side. So the problem with that is the only thing I can see that's going to, that's going to switch it is if Spence pressures him hard and hits the body and actually takes him down from the body, Tim, and hope that he can that I'm going to take Spence, guys. No, I, I'm taking Spence. Well, you heard it well, right I here. think Spence, I think it's Spence got longer arms. And if he, just like when I fought Larry Holmes and um, he had a jab, we took his jab away from him. We had all these different, we had like seven, six sparring partners with long arms throwing jabs, good jabs at me. So uh, I do the believe it's Spence. The heavyweight division ever, Tim, the best jab ever, the, the Eastern Assassin. 
and we made it and they he never touched me really with it he never we practiced on taking away but we we practiced on taking away but um spence should should practice on making that jab a hundred percent if he can and and everything i think of following but 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 uh, uh crawford crawford is like a tough he coming in yeah yeah crawford's a smart fighter he's got, he's got to wear him down somehow I don't think crawford crawford switches so effortlessly from southpaw to orthodox and back it's confusing to fight him and he doesn't it's crazy around so no all you gotta do is stick your hand out all you gotta do is stick your hand up he had the right trainer and when when this guy switched to the other side all you gotta do is take your hand and push him that's as easy as that when the guy keeps switching back and forth old timers taught me all you when he keeps switching just push him just touch him in it and he'll get off balance that's how you defend the guy this just something small that's how you defend the guy that keeps switching back and forth as soon as he try to switch touch him Push him and you fall off balance. That's how I was yeah, taught to fight them. Go Sam, ahead. Go ahead. Sean Porter, Go ahead. Knew, that. Sean Porter awesome. knew that and couldn't do it. And Porter was a great fighter. So it's, uh, it's, it's maybe easy for you, but during the course of an actual round, when he's doing it back and forth, it can be dis difficult and frustrating. You know, it depends where they put their feet. They have to come to where them good trainers at to show them that it works It works all the time. It's not that hard. Well, we'll see. Huh? I yeah, just hope, going to... I hope the judges don't ruin it. That's all. I hope it ends in the knockout. So, so, so let's, let's just get – okay, so I got Spence, all right, or a draw. I'm taking the draw. Oh. To be honest with you, that's my opinion. I don't think it's going to be a draw. Who, who, who you guys got? Who you guys got? I got the draw. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a draw. Wasn't they training for a long time? I they got both should be in Crawford by decision. Okay. Um, I got whoever whoever gets uh, hit the most and get wore down. That's I, I. You know, to me, both of them don't have defense. Uh, so, um, but but one is aggressive. Crawford is aggressive. I would look at him to maybe get better hard shots and but really is whoever gets hit the hardest and can't recover. You know what or I else I would make a decision. I would make a decision, but that's what I see. You know what's interesting? There's a guy on we all can see claiming that he's Errol Spence, he's making these comments <laughs> on the side, but on the other part of my computer, <laughs> I'm also on the other part of my computer, I'm watching Errol Spence live weighing in right now with Bud Crawford. So I, I don't know how one man can weigh in <laughs> in his underwear with something <laughs> in his mind on a computer screen. Doesn't make That's sense. That's how the producers that talk and fight can do it. Hey well, listen, uh before, <laughs> we we've oh, got the, the, the guy said I'm looking like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, right. helicopter Go ahead. With your phones. Go ahead. Before we finish the show though uh, we were talking about uh, families, and we were talking about families of boxers, and it, it is worthy to mention uh, one of uh, Canada's patriarchs in the boxing community uh, passed away. Uh, Lou, if you can fill us on the details, that'd be appreciated. Yeah, Dave Hilton, who I, I guard, Dave Hilton Senior, was the father of a junior middleweight world champion Matthew Hilton and super middleweight champion uh, uh, Davy Hilton Junior, and. He he. Um, if his son Stuart not have died in a, in a 
motorcycle accident. Yeah, Stewart, that's my man. We was all together, man. He was a bad. He was a bad boy, though. God bless him. He was bad. He died on a motorcycle accident. He probably would have been. Yeah. Oh, the Hilton were bad. And when Davey brought Matthew Hilton and his son uh, to to Miami Beach to the Fifth Street Gym, he showcased him for Angelo Dundee, and Angelo said to him, "I can't help you. They're already the best they are in the world." There's nothing I can add to him. You, you, you already achieved the goal. No one's going to beat him. So don't worry about it. Don't think. Yep. You're on the right track. There were some, some tough boys, let me tell you. They were some right tough here. boys. They were some of my, Davey, my favorite Canadian fighters growing Alex, up. Alex, Alex, yeah. Dave. Oh, man. Um, Alex was, he could punch. Alex could punch. They wasn't scared of nobody. I don't care what nationality you was. They wasn't scared of Scottish, you. Scottish, Canadian. David Hilton, yeah. David Hilton, Mr. Hilton, as I called him, uh, was very good friends with Jack Dempsey, <laughs> Tommy Farr, Jersey Joe Walcott. He was good friends of Ali. He was friends to the point where when they saw him in a place in New York or L.A. or anywhere in Canada, they would say, hey, Dave, come over. So he idolized these guys. David Hilton, Mr. Hilton was the featherweight champion and lightweight champion of Canada. And he beat, one of the men he beat was Burke Emery. Burke Emery went on to be chained by Charlie Goldman. Goldman was the trainer of Marciano. Emery went on to train the great Art Hafey, who was featherweight, and Art Hafey knocked out Ruben Alvarez. So uh, David Hilton's influence, Mr. Hilton's influence from the 50s will be felt. The Schwab, the Schwab. He just passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. God bless his heart, man. He, he, he put so much excitement and enjoyment in our lives when i was growing up the hill i was with them they were infamous alias and serious those boys yeah i was with davy senior he's really cool me and him really got along yeah they were tough yep they were tough as nails oh yeah all canadians, they, are, tough, what nationality. All canadians are tough we won all the war <laughs> yeah but the hiltons, <laughs> hiltons had trouble getting sparring partners because they yeah, didn't exactly. they, they they didn't scare worth a damn you know, and if you hit them a good shot, they just laugh at you. So that's true story. I witnessed it. I witnessed it at Don King's camp. They were great. Don King. And, and, yep, Don King had them. And I'm sure everyone on the panel wishes uh, the Hilton family, his wife, and his children and grandchildren. My condolence. My condolence. Yeah, absolutely. They're good. My condolences to the Hilton family. Rest in peace, senior. Thank you for everything. Yes. Well said. Okay. And that was our moment of silence, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was right on time, too. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely was. Listen, uh, if there's nothing else uh, on any else, el anyone else's mind, let's uh, wind down the show and get on with that uh, Sinicia Estrada fight. That's what I was just going to say. Don't forget it's tonight, guys. Tanisha Estrada, Tim. I'm telling you. That's right. She's a good one. Where can you watch it? Where can you watch it on? ESPN, isn't it? Yeah, it was so. ESPN, right? ESPN? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's uh, ESPN. I don't got it, but I don't think I have it. I would love to see it. Okay, guys. 
I got tomorrow. I got to go to New York. I got to go to New York and then come back and do a lot of other stuff. I'll see you at the next show. Yes. If I if I don't got to babysit, okay? Thanks very much, Tim. Appreciate the time. Yes. All right. Thanks, Tim. Love right. you, buddy. Thanks, uh, thanks there, uh, Lou. Graham, thanks a lot for having me out here on the panel on Fridays. I love it. Lou, you're one of a kind, my friend. Yeah, that's what all my ex-wives say. <laughs> I know, and they loved you. Every Remember that? It was yeah. love every time, right, Lou? For a short time, but yes. <laughs> did, 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 we ever, did we ever decide though? Uh, we we were we were talking at one point about Nonito Denaire, yeah, uh, fight, fighting Cabrera. Uh, did we? So did we Santiago. decide? Santiago. Oh yeah, Santiago. Sorry. Um, so who's gonna win? Sorry. I like Donaire. Yeah, and I like Donaire too. He's me, got that vicious left hook still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, though he had a rough, rough a couple of own. Yeah, in a way, knocked him out. Yeah, in a way, knocked him out. Second round, knockout, some, but that's about the only glitch I've seen in a lot of years. He's a Hall of Famer, we all know. Oh, and he's a great guy, too. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, now, we always love the Filipino fighters, eh, Graham? That's right, we do. We do. I was, I was telling uh, Neil uh, on one of my shows the other day. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Lou, but if you've been to the Philippines, you would know. Uh, but if you go to a shopping center, they will actually have a boxing match in a shopping center. They love boxing that much down there. Wow. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it's amazing, too, just quick. I have a friend of mine who every year goes to the Philippines, Graham, and he brings Toronto Maple Leaf and uh, Montreal Canadian jerseys and nets and sticks for all the kids. And, man, they go bananas over there. They love the Canadians in the least. But, hey, <laughs> boxing is their number one. They love Manny Pacquiao. We all know. Yeah, but their first hero was Pancho Villa, was a flyweight champ. And That's after correct. that, Flash Elordi was phenomenal fighter. He was like a god. He was bigger than Pacquiao. That's so, it. Wow. That goes back a long, 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 long way to... Big history of fights in the Philippines, I'll tell yeah, you. It goes back to the early 1900s when there was a promoter from the States living there who, who would find fighters and then sell Philippine fighters and then sell them off to the mob in New York. So there's a history there going back 120 wow. years or so. <laughs> oh my God, Lou, you never cease to amaze me, my friend. If I can only monetize it, that was my <laughs> uncle used to say. I'm telling you, you're a plethora of information and you're gonna be, you're a superstar in our minds and thank you very much for your time and Graham, obviously, of course. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, one last thing, I've never seen Graham be grumpy. I don't know why you call him that, but. It's because we like him. Uh, oh, okay. oh, my mom because, always said, if they're making fun of you, it's because they like you. Because That's nine times out of ten, I'm grumpy if I've uh, watched uh, uh, a news clip, and on that news clip is Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn, <laughs> Eddie Hearn upsets me greatly. Yeah, me too. I think he's, he's really not. He's not really playing by the rules, I guess, and I really don't care. That's his business. But you know what I mean. There are there are certain rules and regulations, I guess, Lou. There are. It's not just he's not playing by like the rules. He doesn't care that he's not. He makes no attempt to hide it the way other people would hide it. He's flaunting the fact that I've got money. I can break the rules. I can screw anyone in boxing. And he's going to pay for it one day. One day right. someone's wow. going to walk up to him and, and, and either you know plug him or bash his head in. Something will happen to him. You can't get away with that. You can't screw these guys in the States like that and not expect retribution. Correct. Well, I wouldn't want to be him. Neither would I. Be careful what you wish for, right, Lou? All right, yes. Friday night panel. Always a blast. Thanks, guys.
Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Lou. Thank you. You too. Be Thank well. you, boxing fans around the world. We'll see you next Friday night. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell.